The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. To Sunset City, a Sonic podcast for the classic and modern age. With me today, you have Open Your Heart, Wayne. Uh, um... I mean, I actually do really like that song. I play it in the store way too often. My employees get really tired of it. And we also have (laughs) your legs. I'll go pup. We'll give pup the legs. Oh, cool. Okay. I get to eat legs again. Um, Yeah. Hi. And open that. I don't know. Be 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 (laughs) Be careful where you go, Nick. You don't know what's going on my merch line. Oh, God. Cirrus is here. And I'm Nick. Welcome all. Uh, we do normally uh, Sonic coverage here, but we'll be honest with you guys. Uh, there's a little bit of news, and we will get into it. We are going to take a bit of a break from Sonic once that's all said and done, though, because we all really just want to talk about Spider-Man. So if you will give <laughs> us this week just to have a bit of a break from the Hedgehog, we'll get back on track next time. But we were just kind of uh, fluffing around yesterday. We didn't really have a battle plan, and we... None of us really have the time to jump into a game and analyze the shit out of it right now. So we're excited about Spider-Man. So we're going to get into it. But before that, there is a little bit of news in terms of Sonic. And I think the most prominent from this last week would be uh, Xbox's 20th anniversary, bringing in a frame rate bump for particular games and make it a few more backwards compatible. Uh, for Sonic specifically, we have a frame rate bump bump for Unleashed. Uh generations and all-stars racing if i remember that correctly does that all sound right yeah wow i'm gonna be (laughs) i'm gonna be perfectly honest though seeing that we got the frame rate bump on unleashed and generations it makes it seem very strange to me that we got a a colors ultimate and yet these 60 fps versions of these other beloved games that also use the exact same formula are just all there. It's like, okay. that So you guys kind of know what we want, but not really? Just a reminder for our lovely, generous viewers, um, as with always, Super Chats are read in their own individual segment at the end, so if you're sending a Super Chat and we're not reading out immediately, don't worry. We've seen it. It's in our logs. We will get to it at the end of the episode. You know, Ooh. I've been thinking about that, actually, and we'll, we'll save it for after the the show but i have an idea about super chats i wanted to pitch to you guys so we'll talk about that later Um, but yeah let's see here um i tried out a little bit of sonic unleash on the xbox one s and it ran sure did it ran pretty okay there was a little bit of uh lag and slowdown here and there but it was mostly all right i do eventually want to get a series x though and i'd like to definitely check it out there it so. does seem, though, that they've added this weird, unfortunate patch that makes Nick suck at the game. So, <laughs> oh, I will keep listening to your mocking when you actually know learn how to play Klonoa, you piece of shit. I did. So, I, I literally did. I finished it. Paragraph after paragraph while you're playing on a fucking touchscreen or a keyboard. You just yes, shut I was your fucking playing... mouth about my gameplay. I was fine with the keyboard, okay, man? If uh-huh. you can't handle a keyboard, that's your prerogative. But I was fine with the keyboard. It was the phone. The phone I had the problem with. The fact uh-huh. that you and thought that... that was a good idea in the first place is beyond me. I just believe in my own skill that it can actually translate to a phone, okay? The difference <laughs> between you and confident. I is one of us is realistic. I mean, looking at our two avatars, I would say that's up for debate. But like, <laughs> <yeah>. Fair, fair. <sighs> Anyway, 
Yeah, so that's going to be the biggest news. I think there. That's are, not are the com- biggest news today. <laughs> What's the biggest news, Pop? We've got Sonic movie news, or Sonic Two news, anyway. Uh, we've got an alleged plot leak, and we've got some uh, theater merch. I mean, if you consider that bigger news, I would probably consider that bigger news than a frame rate. Like that's a, what an extra thirty frames of. Anywho, um, let me know when you want to get into that. Um, no, you can right now. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, jeez, I'm uh, on the don't, spot. Don't don't spoil don't spoil the the plot stuff if it turns out to be true, though. I don't know if it's true. That's the problem. Then don't. right, so don't don't talk about it. Then like just say oh, that it's okay, out there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, um, as of right now, though, um. It's actually been removed by Reddit's legal operations team, and it was removed in response to a copyright claim by a third party. <laughs> so, so more than likely, it, it's the it might be the real deal. Um, I've read it. There's some things I like, some things I'm not so keen on. Um, but okay, we'll talk about the Russian Sonic movie theater merch then. Um, and you can get a Sonic bucket of popcorn, which appears to use all of the same graphics from the original Sonic yeah, movie, I noticed but with that. a two next to it. Yeah. And then there's these little Sonic and Tails toys. I don't know whether these are going to be like keychains or something. Uh, whatever it says, it's in Russian. I don't understand Russian. But um, yeah, this was posted by Sonic and all characters. And um, yeah, there's Sonic and Tails. So it appears to be that Tails is going to be a focus in this movie. I mean, as you can probably guess. Um, but they look nice, I think. They're cute little little toys, yeah. It's not much to it. I was surprised how quickly they, they got that removed, too. Like, that was really any kind of a shocker. Like, we already know what Sonic and Tails look like. I mean, there is, sure wait, there is, there is a, another bit of, like, really big news that we need to get into. There's going to be a lot to talk about on this one, I think. I just realized. Uh, mm-hmm. if, any, if any of you wanted to smell like a hedgehog, apparently they smell like lemons. Because Sega is releasing a unisex cologne collection that has Sonic fragrance in it. Yeah, I, I mean, I. So, so let me tell you right now, I've been doing some research on hedgehogs because I'm actually thinking about getting one. Um, they are smelly little fuckers. Yep. And they do not smell like lemons. They smell like the piss and shit that they run in. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to be fair, when you think about it, like with Sonic, um, he lived, I mean, Green Hill, for example, it's full of different nature and stuff, like different flickies and all that. It must be covered in flicky shit, and Sonic must run through it on a regular basis. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Maybe the rings are actually made of citrus, and that's why he smells like lemon. Lemon theory confirmed. So now, so now we're going to be able to have a true lemon party with Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, fuck off, Cyrus. You, you haven't even lined the curtains up to the top of the image correctly. <laughs> you need to push them up a bit. Oh my god, I just noticed that. <laughs> Look. It's a good, good catch there. <laughs> Look, they're, they're hanging because they're on a on a Curtain in fact, you've, you've, also, you've <laughs> also got the the actual Sunset City train window a little too low, but I can forgive that for the curtains. I can't like. <laughs> what the fuck is a lemon party? Oh, basically, it's this video. <laughs> on the it's internet. me and some of my homies just hanging out together. Don't worry. It's, yeah, basically, it's just an okay. old folks home having a big gay orgy. <laughs> Look, um, all I'm saying is lemon party is the thing that taught me that it's never gay to kiss the homies goodnight. 
<laughs> Lemon party is the thing that taught me it's not gay to fuck granddad. <laughs> God damn it, I just took a drink. What the fuck? We're off to a really good start today. We're doing good. This is, this is great. I'm glad everybody's so awake and lively. We also have uh we also have that thing that means that I get to drag Nick and various other people into into torturous sessions on the Switch again. Got uh, more details on that on the Sonic collaboration for months. Oh, you know Hunter. what? I'm I'm game for this, but is it the kind of thing that you have to earn it, or can I just get it? So you are going to have to earn it, but don't don't worry about it. Like, here's the thing: whenever there's these uh, these events released for Monster Hunter, it's always a single quest, and the single quest gives you all the items that you will need in it. Even if you don't get them all in one run, you don't have to go like farm a bunch of other materials to make whatever. So you're like, I could, in so, theory. Yeah, yeah, like... Hang on, guys. You guys actually want to tell them what the the thing is for you to do it? Okay. So here, I'll I'll go ahead and pull out the thing on it real quick. But the so Capcom has confirmed uh, that we are getting the update to Monster Hunter Rise, which is the collaboration with Sega and Sonic the Hedgehog, on the twenty sixth. Uh, we get to see that we get layered armor, uh, which is basically just armor that is aesthetic. You put over the real armor you're wearing so you don't have to have, like, whatever random-ass stats Sonic armor would give you. Um, you also can change the appearance of your feline, which is your cat buddy. This is the thing that we got back in Monster Hunter 4 as well. Uh, you can change them to look like Sonic. Uh, but you can also change the dog that you ride in the game to look like Tails. Uh, you and the Palamute. Yeah, the Palamute can look like tails. Uh, they get a. They can get you a turn the Legombi into Big the Cat? I I wish that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, Imagine but you just can... stabbing the shit out of Big the Cat. Oh my god! But you can get the Legombi armor and color it to be Big the Cat's scheme with the ears folding down and everything, so you can just they be should've... big. Oh, they could have made a Werehog Palamute as well. That would they could have made a Blaze kitty cat too, because that Sonic costume's got some real thick thighs. It I like it though. It, it really does. It's like, also I'm... got a. It also turns super, which is different, which is neat. Yeah. I wonder what that does then. Like, it's gonna be a. It's gonna just be aesthetic. It's gonna be layered armor. Actually, question, boys. Um, when is Thanksgiving? Twenty fifth, I think. Right. Twenty fifth. Yes. Okay. So, oh, on the twenty sixth. For the next video topic, can we do things that we are thankful for in the Sonic franchise? If you want. <laughs> are there okay. is, is there anything we're thankful for in the Scott Forsaken franchise anymore? Or have they, yeah, have I, they used I'm up sure all of our goodwill? Is. I think we can have a nice positive episode next week. I you know what? I trust you, pup. Against all week? of my <laughs> Against all of my better judgment, I trust you. Good. Let's see what the chat thinks. Should we do a Thanksgiving themed episode? We could have a turkey on the table as well. But <laughs> I'm, no, we can I, just I, get a rotisserie chicken. You, you guys can have little napkins, but I can't have one because I'm British and I'm not allowed to have Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh, I have to put I have to put Blizzy on the table. I'm sorry. Hold on. What? J what? J just keep just keep doing what you're doing. It'll be fine. It, it, so let's talk about the top, top 10 things that we let's talk about the top 10 things we don't like about Cirrus. <laughs> uh top 10 i'm pretty sure you've got a much more extensive list than that by now number 10 he sounds like linkara 
Let's see, number eight. He's got so many fucking outfits that I'm trying to figure out how to draw. And oh my god, those hairstyles. How did you go from ten to eight? Can you fucking count? <laughs> the no one said we had to do them in order. I don't appreciate about pup mocking my numerology. <laughs> Your numerology? Yes, my numerology. That's a that's a word. It totally fits right there. No. Definitely not something entirely different. It is. Shut oh up, Cirrus. Top ten seven things I don't like about Cirrus, making me look dumb with real, <laughs> real facts. With facts and logic, Cirrus the fucking Republican. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Surish it's Shapiro going to be a nice, a messy family feast next week. I'll tell you that much. Oh, uh, we gotta <laughs> we we gotta do the airing of the grievances. The the classic Festivus tran uh tradition. I said transition. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh uh, man. the feats of strength. Don't forget the feats of strength. One of you has to come up and fight me. Um <laughs> These are the people that I chose what to do is Festivus. To... You never watched Seinfeld? No. Ah, you need to watch Seinfeld. But there was like a holiday episode where like George's dad basically wants to make like the working class equivalent of Christmas. So he does Festivus and rather than have a tree, you have a pole. And like there's like different phases, like one of the phases, like the airing of the grievances, where he basically airs his grievances with every member of the family at the dinner table. <laughs> and then there's like the feats of strength where he he's like, shut up, George, and fight your dad. I want oh. that to be my festive tradition when I grow up and beating, I don't have a family. Beating up your dad? <laughs> no, my dad's dead. I can't beat him up, even if Jesus I tried. Christ. But, like, I could I could become someone's dad, even though I don't want kids, and then have them beat me up. What's this? What What is this now? What's, what's this <laughs> PNG you've added to this? What, what's that? This is Blizzy, the baby bio-lizard. Why is that here? Get that out of here. <laughs> because nope. we need to cook something for Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's not Thanksgiving yet! <laughs> you, gotta get the, you gotta get your meat now, pup. You don't want to get that last minute. You out of your mind? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting plenty of meat from Wayne over here. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yo, what? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, j just... Elaborate, uh, pup! Take your medication, Wayne. <laughs> By medication, what are we talking he... about right now? No, the medication he's talking about. about is a rooflin, but you know. So this is the big tangent, I think. <laughs> 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 this is the uh, this is what Sunset City is from now on. I feel like we could just rename the podcast to the Big Tangent. It's got the same ring to it. <laughs> Jesus good name. It's a good name. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just figured we'd we were all talking yesterday, and we're like, I don't. When you said, I just figured we'd, I just uh, imagine you with a fucking doobie in your hand. Just like, <laughs> the next episode we will be doing while baked. Just, just toked out of our minds. Toke it up, and baby boys. And it's okay, um, uh, Wayne, if, if you don't want to partake, you can just have your salad. It's okay. I actually have a salad I should eat later today. I'm going to eat I'm healthy. Entire bowl of cranberry sauce. <laughs> They're gonna eat an entire bowl of crayons. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I will also no, do that. None of that cannabis, thank you. I'll stick with my heroin infused lettuce. <laughs> Glorious. I'm sorry, pup. That's actually a cabbage. Well, still, uh, a, <laughs> it's actually, enough to ruin my life. I'll take it. Here, so, hmm? Spider Man. <laughs> 
was I was gonna say there's a little comment that kind of caught my attention. Uh, mm. So are you guys ever gonna invite brain scratch commentaries into this podcast in the future? Um, isn't that punching up that. a little bit? I mean, I that, that'd that. be cool, but like, uh, I, I don't I don't know what the uh... I used to watch Brain Scratch a lot, like, especially when they were doing, like, the Sonic 4 Episode 1 playthrough, and they had, they had Johnny and the Great Clement. And are, are they still the same lineup, or, like, are they still going? And Brain Scratch is still going, yeah. Oh, awesome! Funny how these things dip in and out of the algorithm. Yeah. Just like <laughs> how I dip in and out of your mum. I... So, Spooter Duder. Yeah. <laughs> so i like spider-man um what I about think, you guys i think he's pretty neat i think he's pretty cool i think he's a pretty wizard as the kids would say oh my you have to add as the kids would say every time his name is wayne not mike <laughs> mike so doesn't anyway. arrive till later in the podcast when it ends and we all hate mike <laughs> <laughs> yeah we ha we we can't we can't let the sins of mike go unforgotten oh don't worry in this house we hate mike in this train we hate mike so they just released a new spider-man trailer and this podcast is immediately this specific episode is immediately going to be dated as soon as we hear anything else or you know next month when the movie's out mike but... is the sixth member of the sinister six and there you go perfect um but yeah i think we were all pretty hyped from the trailer right did anybody here dislike it for any reason no i didn't i didn't have any reason to freaking hate what i saw i Mike saw i hit. saw literally <laughs> everything i wanted to see they had everything like there were even spots where i was like i don't i don't know if they'll go this far or not because everyone's like oh they're gonna have sandman and the lizard and and then they fucking did and then they did and then they did it was nuts man i uh I was pretty hyped, and I was like, I was with Pup on the on the, on his live stream pre-release party, and I was I was just like, for sure they're gonna show the other two. Like it's no, you know, they're they're trying to get people back into theaters. Uh, the I mean, this the movie theaters are slowly getting getting more and more people into them, but it's just not not the numbers that it used to be uh, pre-COVID. So they're gonna do everything they can to push that that forward. And then they didn't do it. They they showed some restraint and didn't show the other Spider Boys. I'm glad too. Like honestly, too. I was on the the bandwagon where I was just like, hey, at this point, just don't release another trailer. The movie's a month out. Like yeah. everyone's gonna go see it anyway. Just uh, let the hype ride itself. I mean, I the the constant speculation about the other Spider Men is kind of what's helping market this movie. I think it's really smart that they just didn't show them off. I mean, at this point, we know they're gonna be in it. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, I mean, there's there's literally feel... not a doubt in my mind. I don't think they could do this movie and not. I, I, don't I think mean, you I... could you could show all those legacy villains without the other two. I, I, I don't mean... think Disney would would just go that far and stop right there. I don't yeah. think they would, but I'm going to say it straight up. It would still be an awesome movie to have Hell just yeah. Tom Holland, Spider-Man up against the villains of other Spider-Men. I feel like um. If you guys uh, watched my content like um, around about you know the last couple of years ago or whatever, um, and I kind of gave my thoughts on a live action Spider Verse idea, I was initially very against the idea. Like I was, was initially I? like, I do not want them to bring back Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, like uh, because I feel like those guys have their own movies and stuff. With Tobey Maguire, we've got closure with him as well, as far as I'm concerned. The only one I could kind of justify was Andrew Garfield, but. 
uh, it was a combination of things. The Loki finale uh, sold me on the idea. Um, but then also the idea that we're not just having the Spider-Man come back, but their respective villains will be interacting with like Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I was like, yeah, that's an awesome idea. Like, I think a lot of the time when people thought about Spider-Verse and stuff, we didn't factor in returning villains. Like, where back when there was like not necessarily speculation of No Way Home, but like when people were saying they wanted these Spideys to come together, there was never any talk of like who the villain would be. And it's like, I think I'm more excited by the prospect of seeing Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina interacting with Tom Holland than I am anything else. But at the same time, with all this going on, I can't help but get excited about the prospect of seeing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield again. And it looks like they've really put a lot of love into this project. Yeah. I, I think it's... Oh, man, I don't know. Everything I'm seeing, I'm, I'm just really, really, really excited about. And I, I, I do think they this trailer did did something for us that I think a lot more hardcore fans were concerned about, which was... Uh, kind of give us a little bit more about Doc Ock himself, which I think help helps clear the a, air. There was a lot of about like his him. characterization. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying yeah. though. I think like a lot of people once they saw, it, was like, okay, is this just going to be surface level fanfare, or are we going to be staying true to what made these characters so special to us in those old movies? That being, you know, Ock being a very humanized character, the you know very silly you know arms, but he was redeemed at the end of the story. And I think this shows us that they are at least putting that into consideration. It's not just, oh, it's the same, the same design, but he's just back to being evil without any real rhyme or reason for it. So, you know, what? I, it I looks like, like he's kind of like caught between like his darker side and his and his better side. And I think that is absolutely what would happen had Doc Ock survived um, in Spider-Man 2 anyway. Like just because he's, you know gotten thrown his shit in the river that doesn't mean that he's going to suddenly be mr nice virtuous man with the tentacles controlling his mind you know it doesn't mean that suddenly the inhibitor chip will start working again so i can fully understand why he's you know between two minds about this and i'm hoping we'll see a bit of that elaborated on um but i'm noticing as well like all of the returning villains bar sandman and lizard have some form of slight redesign somewhere down like you see them like the electro off... one where he looks a lot more like his classic design especially electro i mean i don't know if we're going to see the blue electro in this um but like for example green goblin and doc ock they definitely have some kind of design evolution because green goblin we see him in his classic uh sam raimi look at first but then presumably that's going to get damaged or whatnot because we also see the version with the purple hood and the satchel and he's not got a mask on. So it looks like he's getting a redesign later in the film. And Doc Ock, obviously, he's going from having his regular tentacles to his red tentacles, which will be obviously the iron spider nanoparticles. So like, I find it interesting how they've kind of evolved these characters to have ever so slight redesigns while still having the classic, well, their original they're, film looks they're recognizable to people who are yeah, they fans all, of the they all have an upgrade yeah i wonder if we will see anything like that with the lizard and sandman i i mean i initially thought okay electro's the one getting the redesign because electro's design in amazing spider-man 2 didn't really work very well it like, doesn't it doesn't look like when you think electro he doesn't look like electro he just looks like a, a character with electricity I like his design. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
I I remember kind of grinning later on in the movie when they just stopped caring about being good and then they were just like you know what just throw the freaking lightning bolts onto his armor or whatever like he's he's just going full ham this is a this is this is not something we're taking seriously the audience isn't taking it seriously the characters aren't taking it seriously so it's uh they, they just kind of like leaned into it further i've always and... said i would much rather that amazing spider-man 2 had stuck with the very goofy moment tone in it as opposed to trying to be a serious movie because man the it's when it just throws it. its when it throws its shit at the wall it's a fun watch regardless of its lack of attention to detail when but, when like andrew garfield like shot a web out to gwen stacy as she was falling and the stupid freaking hand. web turned it's into so a little stupid. hand i actively laughed at the screen i Same. thought that was the stupidest shit i'd ever seen but you know what i've learned recently that we can't have this conversation because people on twitter will get very upset with us good let them little Bring fucking it on. babies you bunch of fucking babies but yeah oh, like, that hey, wasn't, it would work that on a comic book page it, with pop, you yeah know that. it would work no, on a comic book page not in a movie it, yeah. it looks stupid yeah absolutely i i thought it looked all right I don't know. Of all my problems with with Amazing Spider-Man two, I, I didn't really have too much issue with with a lot of the designs. The Goblin design was um bad. That was something. That was something. <laughs> um, speaking of the Goblin design, I, I I was super happy to see Defoe's actual like Goblin suit in the trailer. I'm not gonna lie. Same. Yeah, I, I like fucking... seeing the helmet. See, because because we because in those early pictures we saw like the goggles and everything, and it just it looked real weird. But actually seeing in motion that suit being used again with that voice. And he's doing the same mental manipulation stuff that he was doing back in the Raimi series. Yeah. I'm I'm happy. I'm very happy. I just hope we'll also see him being his shouty goblin persona as well. Because we had oh, yeah. his very sort of calm, smooth, manipulative side in the trailer. I'm hoping we also get that sort of out am I sort of personality as I well. Think, oh. I think we will. I, um... I think we're going to get like a transformative design for each of them. Like, I think they all start with those classic designs and then they, they get a design that is more unique to this movie. Like the Iron Man armed Ock and the, the maskless goblin. Yeah. I think those two will be there. I was actually going to ask you this pup. Cause I wasn't sure what I was seeing on the screen, but you remember that, that moment in the trailer where we see the, um, I forgot what's the the black and gold suits called. Does it have a specific name? No, nah, it just has. It's just called the black and gold suit for now. So, so that suit, like where he has his gauntlet up and it has the little rings behind it, and there's like I think that's Electro behind him, but he's got like blue light on him. Yeah, well, that, a... he's also just hanging out. He's not attacking Spider Man in that shot. Yeah. So well, I, I mean, I thought it looked like he was manifesting, like it, it wasn't changing. The... He was pretty static there. I don't know. It looked to me like he was because his whole body was all electric and shit. Well, and like, plus so... it also could be trailer manipulation. Yeah, there's also that. But it's like if you remember in Amazing Spider-Man Two, when he did that little Doctor Manhattan-y moment where he just zzzzed in, you know, and <laughs> the amazing cinematography of just him in these little booty shorts and his feet just going down. You see Harry's head between his legs, just smiling and looking up at him. Like, <laughs> how did? How did they not realize how that looked? I have no idea, but like... 
yeah i think he was doing that i think he was getting ready to fuck peter <laughs> we want we want, we want this particular scene to look like the human centipede why max no i reason. need you i need you please I but regardless you. there's there's a clear distinction between that that blue lightning and the yellow lightning so i think this is again we're seeing a transition there so it might be um prior to the fight where we see uh, the amazing Spider-Man version of Electro transform into this newer version of Electro. I or... kind of hope we do. Like, I would kind of be quite impressed by the balls of them to kind of show that very '90s-looking blue Electro. Um, I... my I'm... question. Hmm. Sorry, Wayne. Go on. I'm not going to be surprised if we don't get a couple of these characters. Like, um, I can especially see this with uh, Sandman. And possibly with Electro, because again, the way I was reading that shot was not that in that moment, it did not feel to me like Spider-Man and Electro were in a fight. Um, I would not be surprised if they touch base with some of these characters, not immediately knowing they're villains per se. And uh, they're actually like working together on some level until there is some kind of shift where then the villains discover that they're meant to die and that um, they basically have to go back to their world to it, die. Yeah, and if they and, go back there, they're, they expire. Yeah, I and then that's imagine, right. That's got to be what's going on. There that's are a the few shift. Like, everybody's buddy-buddy up until then. I would like that, honestly. There are a few small caveats, um, and that's um, Lizard and Sandman did not die, unless they're implying that maybe they died in a later-on fight with Spider-Man. Right. Like Which they... I wouldn't be really happy with, especially Sandman. But then there's um, also the thing of, are we now ready to admit that Spider-Man and Emma Stone straight up killed Electro? Uh, yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, 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 that's so, That would that be so weird to me. Like, it's so strange to me how Spider-Man fans are like, ah, he's friends with Iron Man? Unacceptable! But then it's like, oh, he killed Electro. That's I, I really could give a shit about Spider-Fans right now. I, I've seen how <laughs> ridiculous they are. I, I do not care. This is our conversation. Yeah, um, it's like uh, Spider-Man fans, Star Wars fans... They're, fans, they're up there sonic fans they're all, yeah. all terrible thanks for hanging out with us today guys we love you all <laughs> the amount i was of, trying not to say that but yep there you go the, the amount of times that i've had the conversation with with star wars fans where they're just like oh my god ray makes me mad at star wars and i'm like why she's a she she shouldn't have gotten those powers so quickly and i'm like you so... unironically like the last jedi shut up it's a good <laughs> it's a good film i Okay, it's you know what? I'm gonna back up Cirrus on like... this one. I think it's it's sloppy in parts, but I think it's probably one of the more respectable <laughs> films in the series. The, I think uh, it's super boring. I thought it was boring as shit. It's yeah, boring as fuck, and it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. Like the entire runtime is: is Ray gonna go bad? Actually, no. Is Leia gonna die? Actually, no. Is Kylo gonna get redeemed? Actually, no. Is Snoke a big bad guy? Actually, no. Like I, do I some shit. It's I'll be honest. I, I think me. all three yeah. of those were made by competent. <laughs> Got by competent teams. I think the overall, like the the studios running this show, I think they they planned it out in the most unorganized fashion possible. They did it like a series of Mad Libs between J. Jonah Jameson and J. J. Abrams. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, and I, Ryan Johnson. I, I feel J. The, Jonah the, Jameson. Uh, wow. The, I think the the blame solely lies on the the planning for all three of these movies. I thought that yeah. was unbelievably 
ridiculous that, for a multi-billion dollar franchise I also don't, Star Wars. That, that's I don't my thing is that good or bad uh the last jedi like still left something for a third film to go off yes, of and then I, they just they got cold feet and they just didn't do it and then we got that wet fart that was the last the rise of skywalker what i will yeah. say there's the main like kind of thing there is that i think the last jedi tried to be kind of like a reboot of a reboot and it was trying to reboot it and do a sequel all in one go and you're going to end up with a messy mm -hmm. movie if you do mm. that and the it outcome should not is have just been in the middle bloated, of the trilogy it's this bloated thing but i think ryan johnson had better ideas than what jj abrams did and what jj abrams went on to backpedal yeah. um but as a movie by itself i think it's fucking terrible um i think and I'm not going to say Ray ruined it or any shit like that, yeah. but Ray is a fucking boring protagonist, in my opinion. I think the the thing I was pointing out with the Ray ruining things is a lot of people pull random reasons to hate her out of their ass. Yeah, and, I agree and one and one yeah. of them is like the development of her force powers, and th I, this is a specific conversation I remember having with another YouTuber uh, who's who's still a good friend. Uh, but they were just like, there's never been a point in Star Wars canon where a, a random person just gets force powers and then is able to like manipulate people so easily. And I'm like, are, are we forgetting that in the Bane trilogy, Rain was 10 years old and killed two Jedi scouts? And those so are I like, don't, I don't know he, anything about, he seen I don't know Star about Wars. That. I haven't. I like the original seen. film, Star Wars, where some <laughs> shit kid from some dirt planet just magically uses the Force, this giant bout of space to guide, magic, to guide, to guide a, a, a fucking Come missile on, fair, into the heart of a Death Star. Bit longer to sort also, let's out, also man. be fair, like, what's cool in 1978 should be improved upon in 20 right whatever. but the example that i gave him was from canon and it was literally a 10 year old who was able to kill highly trained jedi militants but again i I'm, <laughs> i don't i don't subscribe to the logic of it okay here so it okay here it depends what purpose right. the media is if, serving no i did so a fast moving missile into the heart of a space station that's not little I don't know, but I don't know about this stuff, okay? I can only comment I'm on sorry. it. No, I'm it. sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, Wayne. But, like, they, they built up through that whole movie the, the importance of the Force. Like, that was a great climax for that film. That is not well, yeah, the same thing. That's not that one point, for one. At that I, point, nobody, nobody knew what the Force was because it was this dead language. At the point that Rey was using it, she already had an understanding and a respect for it. Also, I, was, I like the fact that they, they couldn't have Rey and Finn kiss. God forbid but, interracial kissing, but they could have a kiss a Nazi. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. That yeah, was. No, uh, I'm not into that. I, I, why, why not make, or, or, or better yet, why not make Finn and Poe gay? Why not? You know, I don't see a have reason them, why not have them kiss. But yeah, but, no, 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 it's it's fine. We'll have Daisy Riddler and I'll, fucking Kylo Minogue kiss. I'll That's see great. this. My <laughs> my two, my two complaints. My two complaints with Last Jedi are a. There's no reason that we should be able to guide uh, a space. We should never. We should not be able to take random X wings and just hyperspeed them into uh, giant freighters, like giant star destroyers, and, um, and immediately destroy them. Like knowledge that that's a thing we could have done ages ago would have trivialized the entire Empire's fleet. Like, why be scared of a star destroyer if you can just sack one X wing and the whole thing's fucking gone? Uh, the other one is, I'm sorry, I don't think Snoke should have died in that film. I really don't. 
Yeah, I think exactly. at the end I'm of the day, the, the newer Star Wars trilogy is just a mix of really fun and inventive ideas with a lot of poor execution. It's a lot of really good ingredients that just don't all mix that well together. It's, it's Can I it's... quickly give my verdict on the Snoke situation? Killing off Snoke, I think, is one of the best things The Last Jedi did. Uh, I liked that they changed the dynamic because basically Snoke and Kylo Ren was just going to boil down to the Emperor and Vader again. Yeah. And I thought the idea of killing off Snoke and making Kylo Ren the big bad, making him the supreme leader, was a fantastic idea. I agree. And, the, and then they just really replaced cool him with the Emperor again. And then they just did <laughs> yeah. Palpy, yeah. That wasn't yes. the original idea. I yeah, know. No, have you have you heard about like Duel of the Fates? And, yes. Like, oh my god. Yeah. It's so much better. It's not perfect, but it's so much better. Yeah. Yo, hate... pup, if you um, you should try uh, Fallen Order. Okay. Okay, I've heard about. Yeah. I mean, is it on PC? Uh, yeah. I believe yeah. it is. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a gaming PC now, so I don't want to play it on Switch. Fuck you. Um... <laughs> it's not on the Switch, is it? Fallen Order. Yeah. If it if it was, it'd have to be like a cloud. Yeah, no, that that wouldn't really run that well. Way too big for the Switch. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's like at the end of the day. It, I feel like even if if uh, pe between the people that really like the uh, the new trilogy and the people that really hate it, me, I'm kind of happy. Oh no, half. I'm thinking of um, Jedi Academy. I'm sorry. I'm very. Oh, yeah, you're oh, very Jedi. Jedi. No, I, I've I've played um, Jedi Academy. It's the one where you really have to control that lightsaber and shit. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. But like, it's not a game that's easy to get into. Like, but it's like. Uh, despite everything with the newer trilogy, I mean, honestly, past couple of years, we've gotten some of the best Star Wars content uh, outside of those. I mean, I, I for one, adore season one of Mandalorian. Um, I, I like really, season two as well. I, I, I liked season two. I didn't like it as much as season it's, one, but I still really liked it. It's and, a bit more fan service -y, I'll say that. And I yeah. do Isn't wish it? that they... I wish they would give us stuff outside of the Skywalker timeline. Isn't it so awkward that 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 the Star Wars stuff parallels like perfectly with what we the problems we have with Sonic? We're like, all this satellite content is amazing, but then what we get in the main series is just kind of controversial at best. I remember very reactionary to the thing that came before it. I remember yeah. 2017, actually, which was the year that I think The Last Jedi came out, was the year of what the fuck is happening for me. <laughs> because, because it began with Sonic Forces, and then Justice League came out, and then Rise of Sky... Not Rise of Skywalker. The Last Jedi came out. I was like, all these things I've previously relied upon, and you just fucked me. Uh, but yeah, no, Pup, I would say uh, definitely try out Fallen Order. Um, I saw somebody say it's not on PC. No, it definitely is. Like It I, is. It's it, on the Epic I'm Games store, though. I'm like, right mm. Oh, wait, no, it's not Epic Games. It's uh, Origin. Never mind. I'm pretty sure it's on Origin's Steam. Origin's worse. Is um, it? I don't know my gaming stuff. I'm going to look yeah, on Steam. Yeah, no. I'm looking at it on Steam right now. It's forty bucks. Uh, oh, I was I was looking at CD keys. I don't want to pay forty bucks. Yeah. Fuck me. Well, I mean, wait, what? Put it on your wish list. Wait till it goes on sale or something. But it's uh, no, it's a solid. It's a really solid game. I liked it a lot. Um, oh, but I recently it downloaded. Is quite literally, the Dark Souls of Star Wars games. It actually. Oh is, no! Yes. Is it when you say Dark Souls? Do you mean is it it's as difficult as Dark Souls? It, it's got the progression uh, of Dark Souls. It can be as challenging. I know there's like one specific spot in a pit. Or you have a gauntlet of enemies that gets a bit challenging, but it does have difficulty levels, so you should be. Oh, fine. yeah, By it's way, not boys. so much that it's difficult like Dark Souls; it's it's built mechanically like Dark Souls. Yeah. Following on from our little discussion on Nick's live stream, I played the new version of Desert Bus. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a great game. Like yeah, eight hours you... of just driving. Does, does, the Sega, <laughs> does the Sega CD version have a pull on the bus? Does the bus constantly pull to the right? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's really funny because they got this little radio thing in there. And like, uh, I think Pendulet is literally saying, and um, and, and the bus, uh, we, we're developing this VR game. And, and the bus, it has a slight pull on it, just an ever so slight pull. So that the player has to keep moving the bus back on the road. I was just like laughing while listening to it. I'm just like, I'm so just... We, we literally just never took this thing in for an alignment, I guess. My question is, <laughs> does that radio go on for the full eight hour duration? <laughs> I don't know, because in the uh, the Se uh, Sega CD version is the only one I have to go off of. And there is like no active radio in that game. What did the Sega CD one? Like? Yeah, because this one has that, a radio. That wasn't even released properly, if I remember right. The Sega CD version? I, yeah. It, I, I know there, because all I've seen is just like, um, I've seen AVGN's video on it. I've played a bit of it on uh, a friend helped me hack my PlayStation 1 Classic. And so he's got a ROM for it on there, and I, I tried it out through there. Um, so I, I I think it was part of a compilation, wasn't it? Was that officially it, it released? Was, it was, yes. Um, and it I was I released I as, I think, take a look. it was released as Penn and Teller's Smoke and Mirrors, basically. Um, but I'm gonna um, just look it up. We got the internet the, right here. I'm referring to the VR version that they recently released in, I think, 2017. Um, but you can play it without a VR headset. But basically, like you get to clock in and stuff. It's all 3D graphics. And um, ah, yeah, no, it was it wasn't ever released. Uh, it's an unreleased Sega CD parody video game developed by Imagineering, starring the magicians Penn and Terrell playing. Pen and Terrell. <laughs> There's nothing that makes Pup laugh more than saying somebody's name incorrectly. No, to be Isn't fair, that right, Wallace. Yeah, channel to, to you, Pete. No, to be fair, I'm guilty of and this Scott as well. To you, because I, I was, I made a laughing stock of myself in this little Discord server I've got some friends in because we were talking about the Justice League movie, and I referred to Hippolyta as Hippolyta. <laughs> and hungry, hungry Hippolyta. I, I lost all credibility in that moment. Also, people say I say Pikachu wrong, but I don't give a fuck. Oh, God. Yeah. We went way... I mean, we've uh, gone off the tangent of our This is good. Here. We've, we've allowed this, the, this to happen. This is, this is, this the, is, the, this is the tangent purpose. episode. This, this is, is the tangent, tangent episode. But there were still things I wanted to, to pick oh, your yeah, yeah. about with Well, then let's, let's do it. I Just remember, do it. I don't, I don't Just remember make... where we hopped off from, though. I'm if you want to... We were talking about the train... Oh, we if were talking about Spider-Man, open a new tangent back to Spider-Man. It's all a yeah, game. It's all we a were, game. We were, so the last thing we were talking about there was how the different designs, uh, the MCU was doing different designs for those characters, but keeping their old ones for the beginning, the like transitions. We were on Electro at the time, and there was a talk about like what they might do with Lizard, but we didn't really get on that particular part. Yeah, that's, I don't um, think Lizard will change. Well, I wanted to ask you guys, because like the only time we see Lizard and sandman and potentially electro is uh, what clearly is that big big fight that the we'll invisible punch yeah. well, well we, we also see we them see in the garden fight i don't know if it's a garden but like, uh, well, it's it, so a there's area. like um yeah yeah uh no pup is right because it's even in the the first trailer too um because sandman i believe is also present there but it's he is it's not out by the water in, in new york city that's more like countryside new york where it's just like um and he's wearing the black and gold suit too like yeah so... it's, a, it's a bunch of transformers wired up um mm, and that they're okay. they're all swinging around and i think that's going to be I if I had to guess, that's more like middle movie fight, and I think, I think yeah, I think the suits for Spider Man are kind of the ultimate time um, 
what's the word not dilators it's something else well like they're the ultimate reference for where you're at in the film i think act one classic red and black spidey act two gonna be the black and gold and maybe iron spider for that one scene and then act three integrated suit with the big gold spider on the chest so do we think the integrated suit is just like a partial uh iron spider it's what's left of the iron spider like because doc hawk is obviously going to steal most of it and it's like, oh god, this is gonna be this is gonna be the, f- the um, fight of my life, you know. I, I so did wanna, I actually did want to pick your your guys's brains about that because, like, uh, does it not seem like the integrated suit is also using like Doctor Strange's style of magic? We didn't see it in this trailer though, but we've seen. We, I thought we, we saw a little bit of it with Electro in the background. I thought we were we, talking about that. Earlier. That wasn't the integrated suit. That was the black and gold. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of the. I'm mixing up names here. I was thinking of that suit. Does that so not I think, have a name yet? Because it might be a spoiler. It's an inside-out Spider-Man suit. <laughs> it's quite obvious that's what it is. But I think I, um, I don't think so. I think that's just the design of it. No, no, no. Because um, there, there is like basically a plot point is going to be that there's a, a protester throws green paint at Spider-Man and he turns his suit inside out, uh, and that's what it looks that like. That was. That that was like some fan theory. I don't think anything about that was. At there all was official. there was a leaked video though of Spider Man getting green paint thrown at him, so it does make okay. sense. I I did a uh, and man, okay. I actually kind of wanted to ask you guys about this because I feel I feel bad. Am I wrong? I don't I don't know what's up here. I feel like I'm the only person anymore that actually still likes the Iron Spider suit that it, that's been in the MCU. <laughs> I don't, I don't like hate it, it. Be, homie. I'm sorry. I do not like that suit. I think it's so messy compared to the original one. So I don't hate it, but it's overstayed its welcome. Um, I think it's, I think it's it's been overdone. But it's something I, it's that still, I like, think one of my favorite like adaptations of the Iron Spider suit. I, I agree. I, I prefer really it over design. I really don't like it. I prefer it to the way Iron Spider looked in the comics. That looked like some kind of Chinese Spider-Man ambassador. But like, um, Jesus Christ. whereas this keeps a bit more of Spider-Man's classic sensibilities, like they, you know, kept it in like the red and people yeah. say it's red and black and the designer says it's red and black, but it looks blue. But like, yeah, see, because like to me, over designed Spider-Man suit is is not so much this. That's like Amazing Spider-Man one, where it's just like it looks like it would be disgusting to touch. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I prefer I. I think I prefer Iron Spider. Like the idea of a Spider-Man suit that's completely dependent on being CGI does rub me up the wrong way because Spider-Man should be a nice fabric thing that's easy to pull off. But like um, the other thing that kind of bugs me about uh, the Iron Spider in the MCU is the overall concept of it's supposed to look like metal plating, yet it moves around like it's a skin-tight suit. So it's like, what is it? You know, it doesn't feel tangible. Whenever when you see CGI on screen. No matter how good the fidelity of the CGI, it needs to look tangible. And this doesn't look tangible to me. Um, no, that's perfectly fair. And I kind of, I have the same problem with the Electro fights, but like from Amazing Spider-Man 2, not this. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, if you're relying on too many cheats, too many unnatural visuals and stuff, no matter how good the CGI is, it's not going to look convincing. It's, and it's that's one of the reasons that like you can have really good CG if you've got everything in the scene being CG, so it looks like it's all interacting with itself. But as soon as you've got that juxtaposed with like a real person, now things just look kind of awkward. I think the integrated suit is definitely the better version of the Iron Spider, having seen it in this trailer, because yeah. the suit itself is just the upgraded suit, but with a metallic 
gold spider on it, which is akin to Iron Spider. It looks that... like an upgraded Red Ranger from one of the later Power Ranger seasons. Yeah, that's what my buddy Dom said as well. You know Dom. You met him in the live oh, stream. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's what he said. He said it kind of was the upgraded Red Ranger of Spider-Man suits. But like, yeah. I think it looks a lot better than Iron Spider because you can kind of see how this thing works, you know? Whereas like the yeah. Iron Spider... In static images, it looks cool, but in motion, it doesn't work because it's just what is this? In motion, it it's is... in motion, it's more fluid than someone should be. Yeah, I guess yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like, if you're gonna go Iron Spider, though, I I mean, this is my problem with the black suit and uh, SM three two. It's like I I want something more comic accurate, and everyone always points out like, well, they tried it and it looks like a kink thing. Like, that's fine. Then put some texture on it. Then like, do what they did with um. They can uh, make it work. Spider Man. Yeah, they can. But... What would be your opinion if they did the Spider-Man 3 black suit as the Spider-Man 3 black suit, so it's still got webs and shit on it, but it's just got the classic black suit spider on the chest? I'd be more okay with it. I think it's still a little bit messy because it's just like, I think that's my problem with the, the Iron Spider as it is in the MCU, which is just like, it does look like you're overlapping two different designs and it, it's just kind of kind of clashes because I feel like the red and the blue kind of border themselves. It's just a very very nice design i think that's why it stood the test of time and it just both of those ideas feel a little messy it feels like we're trying trying to find an in, be in between and not really sticking in one lane and just going for it you know it just feels like it's just trying to have, it, have its cake and eat it too and i not a big fan of that but i mean i can live with both of them like the black suit from sm3 is based off an amazing suit already it's just a different color of it it's, it's just not just that the spider that, that wanted the wanted to see that that nice clean black and white suit on on the screen. Same with same with this one. I wanted that that clean red and gold one, but like maybe what they did with the uh, PS4 Spider-Man, where you see some tech and some design on that red there that can show joints and and things of that nature. Did you ever notice that the spider on the chest of the black suit in the uh, Spider-Man Three movie is still a different spider to what? Yeah, but that's I like that. It, it looks. It looks a bit more aggressive than the typical spider, and I appreciate it for that, but I get, like, I'm at a point where it's like, now that we're in the era of the Venom movies as well, I want justice for that giant white spider, because that giant white spider is a cool piece of design. What I really liked, and this would not have happened if SM3 did not make the, the black suit the way it was, but Spectacular Spider-Man uh, jumped off that idea where it started off looking like the movie black suit, and by part three of the black suit storyline, it looked much more like the Venom costume. Like it slowly transformed into the more standard Venom costume on Spider-Man. So when it jumped over to Venom, it was the proper Venom suit fully formed um, on Eddie Brock. And I thought that was a really cool uh, transition because the more aggressive Spider-Man got, like the bigger that spider got and, and less of his own unique suit, it started fading away. And I thought that was really cool. The thing um, that I do think kind of puts a pin in potential black suit for Spider-Man in the MCU, and same kind of went for Miles Morales, but I do think there is still more of a possibility of seeing Miles Morales, is um, we've kind of seen all of the black suit sensibilities get done in the MCU already, in a way. Like, in that we've had, two, yeah. we've had two black suits now. We had Night Monkey and we've got the black and gold suit. <laughs> but also we've got a giant white spider on the back of the standard Spider-Man suit as well. It kind of feels like... It kind of almost feels like by the time you actually do get to the black suit, it would be like... It wouldn't have the same impact, if you get me. Because like, you've, you've already seen these design sensibilities in like multiple other iterations now. Now it's just like, oh, it's, it's here and that's it. 
You know what I think would have been an awesome workaround? And I don't think you'd like this, Nick, but if they had the night monkey suit and they had like spray painted on like through stencil the Venom Spider-Man logo on it as like Night Monkey's logo. I yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would not like that. <laughs> Cause like this Spider-Man has all this high-tech stuff at his disposal. So like getting all makeshifty doesn't really make a lot of sense. I thought it made a a lot more sense for Miles in Spider-Verse. And I thought that was a very a very cool uh mix up of his own sensibilities as well as you know taking on you know the Spider-Man role. I, I thought they made that a much more natural progression. I really, I'm gonna do movie. an edit. I want to do an edit just to show. <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Yeah. Why are you oh daring me, huh? Shut I, the fuck up, cuck. This would be <laughs> Jesus. So, Christ. so here's uh, here's something that I'm I'm wondering about, and I feel like this would be really tough to do, and it could get incredibly messy really quickly. So I'm not sure if I want them to try, and I might prefer if they just keep them separate. But do you think there's a possibility that they might try to move to merge their two Spider-Man franchises that are dealing with the multiverse and several different Spider-Men? I've um actually done a video on this already because Tom Holland recently said he's thinking of stepping down from the role soon. Like, he doesn't intend on playing it into his 30s, and he thinks maybe the best thing from here on out is to move on and, you know, let Miles Morales take the spotlight. So I kind of did a video on that. I was kind of thinking the best versions of the Miles Morales story kind of have Peter's mentorship in them, but it only really works if you have a slight age gap between Peter and Miles. So what I was going to say is what you could do is set up in Spider-Man No Way Home that from Andrew Garfield's dimension... Aunt May's croaked it off screen and the Sinister Six have been defeated. There's villains running rampant in the MCU. And at the end of No Way Home or after the death of Tom Holland's Spider-Man at some point, Andrew Garth was like, this universe needs a Spider-Man. I'm going to mentor this little kid here as well. So like he's the resident Peter Parker Spider-Man of the MCU. Andrew Garfield gets a second chance and we also get Miles Morales. I wouldn't hate that idea. I, I don't think it's very plausible, but I, I don't hate the idea. I mean, I'd, I'd be there for it just to see, well, this is fucking crazy wild stuff. Can we uh, also I, just pretend the whole magic blood thing isn't a thing as well <laughs> while we're at I, it? I hope so. I don't... Yeah. I, I feel like... If there's one thing, the Amazing Spider-Man series that I that did that I didn't like, the movies, not the comics, is ripping the idea that Spider-Man could be anyone just like completely out of its canon. 100%. It's the worst yeah. thing about it. I would <laughs> reflect upon the whole series differently if it weren't for that one fucking plot line. And isn't it also kind of weird that the amazing Spider-Man movies are actually the ultimate Spider-Man movies? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they I take mean, so much more out of the ultimate comics than anything from amazing. I mean, yeah. I'll say this. You can't call a movie ultimate Spider-Man. It's a stupid title for a movie. Like... For yeah, a comic, because it's the ultimate then, comics. And but then like... they do it anyway. No, no, I, I agree with you, Pup. I can see that. I feel like it would work better for like something animated, but something about a live-action Spider-Man movie with the, the word ultimate in front of it would be It kind of also feels like, what makes this the ultimate one, then? What, is he better than the others? Fuck off, he's not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah, no. Um... So, I uh, just to be a little... A little bit more, I guess, cynical, I, I suppose. I would imagine Tom Holland saying this shit the same reason uh, Tony, not Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. was saying this uh, 
you know, a few years ago. Um, and I think you actually mentioned this in your video pup where it's just, I don't know. It's, he's probably looking for a little bit more money or, you know, re-upping on contracts. He is a little bit more honest in his interviews. I've noticed. Um, how old is he? Do we know? 10. He's like late twenties. I think he's probably around my age. Um, but it's also just like God being Spider-Man with the way, I mean, I, I don't want to sound too harsh here, but being Spider-Man with the way that Spider-Man fans are right now would make me want to give up the role very quickly. There's also yeah. really nothing you can do correctly. Everything that you do is going to piss somebody off. It's going to be inaccurate to somebody's vision of the character. There's and, also and another um, factor as well. Is Have you heard about uh, the interview with Tom Holland where um, he basically uh, says about the production problems that faced Spider-Man No Way Home oh. and how they were still writing the script very late into production. And one day he, you know, he comes on set for, I think, like a major action sequence. And he was like, wait a minute, like these lines don't feel right. And John Watts was like, don't worry, the script writers are working on a different version of the ending as we speak. Mm. Now, to I... be fair, before weird, we all... Man. Before we all get very worried about this, Iron Man 1 did not have a script when it was in production. So it, it can still, it doesn't spell the death of this movie by no, any stretch. It's just, a, like, it's just not a good, it's hard, it's harder to make something good when you're having to do so much stuff on the fly than when you've actually got it. Yeah, and what well. I'm thinking here is that, like, because Tom Holland's kind of done a complete 180 on his views on wanting to continue playing Spider-Man. Like, a year ago, he was like, oh, I'll play Spider-Man as long as I can. Now he's like, ah, actually, you know, I'm a bit of a fucking failure from still playing this into my 30s and stuff. Uh, it leads me to believe that maybe some of these production issues could have been involved in, you know, that decision-making process. But again, I don't know everything. I'm well, not an expert. I don't think I, he's I, jumping I would... off immediately after this movie, though. I, I really do think we're going to get a Venom and Spider-Man movie after this one. I don't think Venom's going to show up in this next movie. I I also wonder, like, if him, like, wanting to jump ship on the Spider-Man role might be something to do with this movie in particular. I mean, uh... I said earlier that the the game the movie kind of markets itself just based on its own premise and the speculation that fans have for it, but that's also going to be what kills the morale of the cast. I mean, people now have they have to live up to all this shit. They they have to live up to all this shit. They have to live up to their own legacies and to the legacies of one another. They have to constantly be dealing with fans that are that will not just like get out of their throats and just like stop asking them hey can you uh can you um break your nda and tell me if like you know you're in this movie and, like just day in and day out that would get exhausting i would hate my life dude i'm gonna say this if i had to work with spider-man fans i'd fucking quit too <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm like god it's it because it, it's it's irritating being a spider-man fan on the internet because of how people are imagine being spider-man and being surrounded by spider-man fans i i'm not gonna pretend to know what their their lives are like but i would also if i was you know a gargantuan movie star that played an iconic character and i was getting paid millions of dollars to do it i probably wouldn't bother with twitter i'd probably money would my shit every now and there and money would bother. make me feel better i'll, I'll say that <laughs> yeah i wouldn't i would not be doing this job right now if i was in their position i would not be lamenting over spider this or that or the other back like, while well, i'm doing my job you know and i'll do my you know the the interview circuits and all that bullshit you have to do but i sincerely doubt any of these people are 
obsessing I don't, yeah. over Spider-Man, you know? I, do I, I don't think, think they're obsessing over Spider-Man. I think that people are obsessing over them being Spider-Man. It, it's it, That's my thing is, like, it's not just on Twitter discourse and everything like that. It's just, it's something that's got to constantly be following them. It's not even just fans. It's also the media and everything like that. Yeah. Um, I, I imagine there's just, like, an insane amount of pressure that we just don't really see from this. Like, yeah, the money probably makes a lot of it easier, but it's also just, like, it's like... um when he's uh, taking up uh you know potentially exciting roles uh, only to be met with like um you he's not nathan drake which like i don't think he reminds me of nathan drake but it's like imagine all of the worst comments any of us get on our on our youtube videos just cranked up to a million and then like that's basically all you see well, no, because you hire somebody that filters that shit out for you you're that's not taking care of your own social you're, media. you're never gonna escape all of it Maybe no, not. not, but again, dude, like they they're living very, very different lives from us. I'm not super concerned about them. The reality angry people on the Internet. I the the reality of the situation is also I do think there is a certain element of them being trained to deal with that kind of stuff. Exactly. Like when you when you become an actor, you kind of do learn to deal with things like that. I know Ben Affleck was like, you know, I was briefed in like when Ben Affleck took the role of Batman, he was briefed uh, prior to what kind of fan reaction to expect. And like, yeah. yeah, he was taught to. I do not know why people flipped on that. Like, fucking, he's a know. big, burly, I'm... rich white dude playing a big, burly, rich white dude. What's the problem? I, all, all I'm saying is like, hey, I'm also prepped to to on what to expect from certain customers that come into my store during like black friday or during yeah, but you're not paid as like much that. as they are to be fair i'm not paid as much but it's it, that it, whatever i'm paid doesn't change how much it sucks in the process sure sure Look, I, money I, I has doubt that okay but. so money has diminishing returns on how happy it can make you and also on top of that money does not necessarily equal a perfect feather fall from emotional labor I do not know what emotional no, labor all these people have gone through. I, I don't, because I can't hop into their heads, and I don't know what other pressures they're on under the set. But I can say I've also worked on a movie set, and that is a high-pressure environment to begin with. Yeah. But I, I don't, don't know. I, just, I, don't, I don't give a shit. I don't care. <laughs> it, do, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, these, they've... I'm sure they have their own circle of people to, to help them through that stuff, and I certainly wouldn't wish anyone going out of their way to obsessively hate on another human being just for acting in a movie. Yeah. A little ridiculous. But at the same time, I'm not going to pretend like I'm going to sit here and play a Hollywood therapist. I don't give a shit. That's that's for them to, to sort out on their own time. They're getting paid millions of dollars to be hot and still wear spandex. Good for them. It's It's fine. The truth is we can only speak and act for ourselves. Like, yeah. Um, and like my policy is I, I I will judge people that throw needless amounts of shade at an actor. I, I, I absolutely will. Yeah. And I will say this, Tom Holland is absolutely at his liberty to step down from that role if he decides, fuck it, I can't be fucked with this anymore. Um, that's just how it is. Like, you know, but it's like it's one of those things where if Tom Holland does step down from the role, I'm not immediately gonna turn to the fans and be like, look what you've done. But yeah. Like, because it's his decision and it is something that is par the course with this job of playing a legacy character. I don't excuse people being jackasses, though. Um, so I'm just kind of like, you know, if if you're fucking throwing abuse at someone on the Internet, 
you're a dickhead. There's just no two ways about it. But yeah, like that, at the same time, the problem. It's just people being lunatics. Yeah, it's just human nature. People are jackasses. I have, I have no idea what it's like to have people be lunatics to you on the internet. That's a that's a new experience for me. Yeah. Oh, by the <laughs> way, here's, here's the edit. I here's the edit that I did in the Discord chat. If you guys want to check it out. Oh my god. And, and yeah, I'm not trying to be like super <laughs> argumentative or anything. I just I, I try to be empathetic. Kind of looks of... like the Punisher. <laughs> he does actually look a little bit like the Punisher. It's just um, not bad though, right? It would improve it's, it, right? It's not bad, but he looks like Agent Agent Venom, dude. <laughs> well, that could be an homage, you see, because it was already an homage to Spider-Man. Homages, I want the fucking black suit. Um, yeah, but it's either that or nothing, okay? <laughs> that's not up to you. That's not. It, up to you. Just, it doesn't have to be nothing. That's what they're proposing. That's what Marvel's doing, though. <laughs> like, I swear to God, if we you can't if, speak if the... for Marvel, I'm not speaking for Marvel. I'm just saying what is happening. <laughs> I swear to God, if the if the movie that we get Venom and uh, Sony's Venom and the MCU Spider-Man in the same movie, the fucking suit hops off and jumps onto Flash Thompson, and we start getting Agent Venom just randomly out of nowhere, I will fucking scream. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't give I'm, a fuck about Agent Venom. I just want I'm to see actually, the original. I'm a little concerned that what might happen is Venom will actually be in this movie, and he's gonna fight with Spider-Man once, latch on to Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man's gonna, like, use that in a for the rest of the fight, and the symbiote's gonna go back to, to Venom, that's how he gets the white spider, and then they just completely ignore any other build-up. I would, I, I made a joke, but this is, I, I would not be surprised if they did this, where the post-ending scene is SM3 Venom showing up late to the party, <laughs> running into Hardy Venom, being eaten, and then the white spider forms on him. <laughs> I don't know if I'm stupid, but I would actually be really happy with that. That, <laughs> that would, would be, be great. That'd be perfect considering what happened with SM3 Venom anyway. <laughs> Just like, yeah, yep. no, you're the you're the afterthought, and you will always be the afterthought. Here you go. Eat. Just Aww. emasculate the shit out of that version of Venom. <laughs> I would actually if they brought Tom Hardy Venom back, I would love it if they do it and it's just like no semblance of humanity is left in there. It is the monstrous form of Venom we didn't get from Spider-Man 3, like the one with the deformed skull and shit. They gotta they gotta justify a fight between the two of them. I but don't the thing think I, Venom's in this movie though. I really the thing, don't. The thing I proposed in again your live stream yesterday, Nick, and I'm just gonna say this to bring, you know, people like Cirrus and the people in the chat up to date. Mm -hmm. Uh the idea that I pitched was that Venom has a problem with Spider-Man. Eddie Brock doesn't. Um, yep. And basically, Eddie Brock starts to lose control of the symbiote, and it results in the more evil version of Venom coming about. Um, but eventually, Venom is won over, Eddie Brock breaks through, Venom is restored to his good boy self, and there's a point where Spider-Man is about to die, and the symbiote jumps onto Spider-Man to save him, and um, then, like... As a mark of respect, Venom puts a big spider on his own chest. That'd be cool too. Yeah. So, so they end it as buddies. God damn it. They end it as buddies, but they begin it as kind of enemies. But I, Eddie Brock, the thing with this version of Eddie Brock is he's a totally rational person, which Eddie Brock was not in the comics. So, like, you'd have to make big leaps to get Eddie Brock hating Spider-Man. I mean, so is he a totally rational person? He was kind of a shithead at the beginning of the first movie. But no, he's, he's a, a shithead, but he's, he he's a really shithead. He's, a yeah. lot, he's not fucking psychotic, yeah, fair, fair. Like, He's a lot comics, more rational than the Eddie Brock that we got in the comics, though, because he's got, like, he cares a little more about fucking journalistic integrity in the movies. 
Well, to I thought, be fair, I thought in, him not caring about journalistic. Uh, oh well, no, 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 never mind. Yeah, I got you there. Oh, in yeah. the comics, yeah, he didn't go. He didn't, to be fair, go out of his way to lack. He wasn't like the Spider-Man three one where he's deliberately faking shit. But like, it was one of those things where what he wrote was disproven, and he lost his credibility. And as a result of that, he was justifiably quite angry, even though Peter was well within his rights to do all of that. Um. So, but the thing is that Eddie was a fucking maniac because he tried to rationalize everything Venom was doing. And he tried to constantly rationalize why Peter Parker is pure evil and why he has to kill him. And he was clearly he was... a delusional motherfucker. But another thing was that when they teamed up, he was he jumped into it so much that he was acting like best buddies with Peter, even though he had the full intention of killing him once Carnage was defeated. Max yeah, so Carnage was a fun story. <laughs> yeah those and are, um, those are comics for you though you know like they they will change around personalities as needed and it can literally be a page worth of explanation and then that's it the point i'm making though is the vehicle they had to tell the venom v spider-man stories was that eddie brock was also pretty much a lunatic yeah and while um they do make a point of eddie brock in the venom movies being a little bit of a selfish shithead at times he's not a fucking psychopath like by any stretch they they at least have the justification that everybody in the world thinks spider-man's a murderer this yeah. time around they might so they not have that, that though they might, might not have might, that by the but time they we... well no because venom 2 like the end of it like that's how he's introduced to spider-man is that yeah. that news bit saying that hey it's a murderer and i actually wanted to ask you guys i'm not thinking about this right now for the post uh venom 2 cutscene, not cutscene, but um that post scene there where Venom's like, ooh, him, and then looks at the screen, and then it switches over to Tom Hardy. Do we ever see, like, the transition back to back to Eddie Brock? I don't think so. No, Is it no, possible it, that, it just... the, that the symbiote went off to do its own thing for a minute, or...? I don't know. Um, oh, no, no, I... no, because we saw, we saw the Venom symbiote take over Eddie and then go up to the TV. We never saw, like, the two of them separate. That's what I'm saying. Like after that, after that uh, part there, where the dude comes in, is like, "What are you doing in my room?" Is, mm. is the symbiote still around? Um, I, I don't I honestly think the symbiote's think... run away again. Yeah, because I, because then, God, that would be freaking annoying. It's already kind of stupid that uh, that uh, I don't want to see... just re rinses the same it. plot yeah, of yeah, the yeah. first I, movie. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want to see Susan in the Venom symbiote fighting Spider Man. I want to see Eddie yeah. Brock in the Venom symbiote fight. The the thing they could do. No, is I, I thought. No, I mean like the thing seeks, seeks out Spider Man on his own and latches himself to Spider Man. I don't know why he'd do that, but like, yeah. Um, yeah. The yeah, thing a, I'm a thinking, good writer can make it work. The yep. thing I'm the thing I'm thinking they'll probably do is that like Spider-Man's name will get cleared at the end of No Way Home and he's you know no longer a terrorist but Venom just hasn't been paying attention and I... maybe like in the first act of like the fourth movie Venom's like die terrorist and stuff like that <laughs> and, and peter just at the end was like you idiot have you not been paying any attention at all and then he explains the mysterio situation and venom's just like our bad like in the uh, that is game. that is the spider-man and venom i know and i want <laughs> that because, like, I, I would my like interpretation that. of venom has always been that venom is not evil he's deranged but he cares about innocent lives he goes out of his way to put his own life in danger the symbiote and eddie brock to to uh to protect innocent people like he he's he can be selfless when he thinks he's doing the right thing yeah and he if he thinks he's killing a terrorist he yeah, would go full force he, with it he legitimately fervently believes 
believes that Peter Parker's Spider-Man is an evil human being. The only reason, uh, one of my favorite comic book interactions between the two characters was like during their quote unquote final battle where uh, his girlfriend Annie has to explain to him. Uh, he's just like, uh, she's like, Spider-Man's, you've seen him save people. And if you kill him, all of those people will be dead because of you. And that's the only reason Venom doesn't just eat Spider-Man's head on the spot. Um, the, the thing I'm also thinking you could make a long-running joke of is just Eddie and Venom missing all of the information that like <laughs> Spider-Man has had his name cleared. Like you could literally have it on like TV screens in the background, and he's just looking in the wrong direction and well, stuff like if that. It's, if it's even about getting his name cleared, I think they might actually be able to reset everybody knowing that Peter Parker is Spider-Man by the end of the film. Um, yeah, um... but save for maybe a couple of characters like the symbiote maybe the symbiote does latch on to, to peter at some point and because his uh you know the hive mind goes across uh universes he retains that information i've got it i know what they could do like i would say like obviously because they can't make the venom v spider-man conflict last the entire movie make the most of that fight between spider-man and venom make it like a 30 minute thing go man of steel <laughs> levels with this but they could have a moment where like the symbiote is like i've got this and it latches onto spider-man and makes him constantly hit him so like stop hitting yourself like <laughs> and he could be in the black suit just like but like he's just hitting himself repeatedly oh and that'd be great lord good lord can that you imagine be, a... feel, in the same tone of the venom can, movies I can feel. you imagine a moment where that universe spider-man has to talk to a different one that actually had like the the more secret wars-esque origin for the suit uh and he's just having to explain, like, yeah, I did a lot of damage to myself in that suit. And the other one's like, yeah, me too. And they're both like, they don't want to explain to the other the full context of what the fuck happened in the black suit. I mean, wouldn't it be interesting if there's a part of the trailer where Doctor Strange is, uh, there's, there's two little moments that I keep thinking back on where he's saying we started getting visitors from every universe and literally we've only seen characters from two other universes come over unless you want to really stretch it and say that each um villain comes from a universe of uh where it's like that certain period of time up till they get transported over to the mcu so you could argue that like say three universes for three raimi villains kind of um it did it, fucking quantum physics god damn it um we're talking about the double slit experiment today boys then uh <laughs> then uh at the end of the trailer he's saying like they're all coming through and i can't stop them and all is a lot more than both and i'm just thinking <laughs> what if we what if we see more than just toby Maguire and andrew garfield's spider-man nicholas hammond like what if they just go the balls to the one. fucking walls and it, not even Morales. can we get well, can we get spider I'm not even saying like can we get Spider-Man? I just I'm not I even saying Spider-Man that we're familiar with. I'm saying they just reference shit from all over the comics and they just start bringing in uh, adaptations of live action Spider-Man we've never even seen before. Yeah, maybe. I just had a I've just had an idea. <laughs> Sorry for like the ending of spider-man v venom <laughs> uh you know how we've kind of hinted that like venom's kind of gay for any brog yeah do one better make him poly as well like and they could have like the whole thing of like venom is trying to explain to eddie why he should be willing to share and stuff 
And that's uh, literally uh, just comic accurate. Yeah, that's that's just what yeah. happens in the comics. <laughs> no, but you could literally have Venom in love with Spider-Man. But then, like, you could have like when Spider-Man turns him down. He's I mean, like, they kind of do that with with she Venom in the when first movie. <laughs> when Spider-Man turns him down, like Venom's like, just know you don't have to do this alone anymore. We are Spider-Man, and he puts a spider on his chest. And Peter's like, yeah, no, but like, thank you anyway. <laughs> uh... I, I feel like I feel like the way they've written this Venom, uh, there's some incredibly fun ways to get him to interact with MCU Spider-Man. And I want to write this movie, be... man. I, I want to write a <laughs> Venom is, movie. He is like all all my issues with uh, Venom Two aside, it is very '90s Venom. Very He's so yeah. cute as well. Like Venom is adorable in these movies. I I, I uh, I'm a simpleton. And the uh, <laughs> the the first Venom movie just tickles my brain. All right, and I like it. It's uh, every time Venom opens his stupid ass mouth, I just smile because it's so goofy and over the top. And I'm just like, yeah, nah, this is this is the character I've been waiting to see for so long. See, I've, for I've... me, it's only the second half of Venom one that tickles my brain a little bit, but like. It doesn't tickle my brain anywhere near as much as the mm. second one. Like I feel like there were moments of kind of accidental sweetness with Venom in Venom 1. In Venom 2, they go the whole hog and just make him this adorable fucking very sweet man. Like I, I, <laughs> I, I love it. I think Venom 2 is very much uh, playing off of all the things people liked about the first movie. I think a little bit too much, in my opinion. I think it goes mm. a little bit too goofy and a little bit too on the nose with everything they're trying to appeal to as opposed to just telling a, a decent story um especially carnage i think carnage got oh, i think carnage was, carnage was garbage in that movie i liked yeah. carnage but he was the weakest part of the film i don't well, i don't hate him when he was just going nuts on things but i i do think he was a bit a bit too much like the the last symbiote that we fought i really wanted Riot. To, yeah yeah i really want him to get a little bit more demented and i mean scary one of my it's... main points of why this is better than the first one was I thought they had a good villain this time around, but I still don't think they really did Carnage justice. Yeah, I I think I like the second movie more than the first. I don't hate either of them. I do think they're both bad movies, but also, you know, I'm I'm only there to really see Venom, honestly. So I, that, You're there to watch him do the... neat shit, and he does neat shit. <laughs> LC was like, I actually, I walked away from the first one really happy because I was expecting absolute dog shit. And I don't know if it's possible as reading too deep into it, but I was getting a semblance of like a through line and an actual like character progression and story in there. I liked the first half because it felt like it was building up to something that made the symbiote actually a worthwhile part of of Eddie's character, where from the beginning of the of the film, Eddie Brock is doing a lot of shit where it's like it seems like the good thing, like, but it's also like he's doing the right thing for the wrong reasons. You know, he's, he's an going anti hero, isn't he? Like he was kind of an anti-hero, but like he's taking advantage of uh his fiance to like get uh to go through her and um basically get her fired because he wants to be the hero. It's not just about him having journalistic integrity, it's because it'll make him look good. He has a reputation for this sort of thing and it makes him you know it uh you know it really uh tickles his nutsack when you know people are just praising him for getting these big uh these big stories and shit and that's what it was it was not integrity it was ego and he just so, wants to he wants to be the hero but he doesn't have the right mentality exactly yep. my thing with it was at the beginning of the film 
Eddie Brock is a parasite. Mm-hmm. However, he, he learns to become a symbiotic part of society by the end of the film. And that felt like, oh, shit, they took the idea of the symbiote and actually made it meaningful to the character. And it's like something that I I kind of was toying with throughout the entire movie and it fit just about everything that was happening. And I felt like I saw this character that learned to uh to work with people and not take advantage of them um and accept help uh from from people and return the favor and and shit like that where it felt like uh i saw some progression there and again maybe i'm reading too deep into it but that's what i got out of the movie can i just say i also love the dynamic between venom and the chickens sonny and Cher. <laughs> i love that so much whoever Eat them. had the idea i can't sonny and Cher are best friends like whoever came up with the idea of venom having chickens here's my problem though like he drops rice. them off i've been to that spot in san francisco that's not where you put random animals that is that's just what <laughs> makes it even better is he doesn't know get rid of these fucking bio lizards sirius they're fucking shooting everywhere um we should probably put a spider-man on here just so we don't have any more uh latecomers getting really can, confused can we call the bio lizards sunny and shit <laughs> <laughs> yes um but like this has become more of a venom podcast than a fucking spider-man podcast we uh, are really we, we tangent did star wars tangent. for a few, for a few yeah. minutes there yeah, we're but just having fun i i think just the mere fact that we have two venom movies right now because I know that the theory has been thrown around quite a bit that Venom's going to be showing up as the sixth member. I don't think we have the time for it. And it might just be my 90s baby brain thinking this, but I always felt like they always played up, because he's so popular, Venom versus Spider-Man as its own big thing. Anytime they do it in the cartoons or anything, ever since his appearance back in the comics. So I, I don't think they would cram it in here, even though that's literally what they did with Spider-Man 3. Oh, that reminds me. Um... I messaged the Twitter last night. I'm not sure if I ever elaborated on this, but I think I might have figured out who the final members of the Sinister Six could be, potentially. Um, Let's hear it. And it links to the merch, because basically we kind of agreed that it looks like Doc Ock is in an uneasy alliance with Spider-Man, and that, like, we got that shot of, um, you know, him getting thrown out of a window by Electro, so presumably he's not working with the Sinister Six um so i'm gonna pitch two villains going forward there are two lego sets these are spider-man no way home lego sets um now there is merch surrounding spider-man no way home but if ever it's like a character that's probably not going to be in the movie it doesn't say no way home it just says spider-man but in that blue no way home logo Mm -hmm. there are two lego sets one of spider-man in his black and gold suit going up against the vulture and one of Spider-Man in his upgraded suit going up against Mysterio. Now, these boxes do say inspired by Spider-Man Far From Home and Spider-Man Homecoming, yet they also say No Way Home on them. So I do wonder if maybe they've put those inspired by Homecoming and inspired by Far From Home there as kind of like a, this could kind of mean, you know, the scene could be or like whatever. But like, um, I'm wondering if they put that there to disguise a potential spoiler and they just wanted to release new Lego sets with these characters in. But it's like, if Doc Ock isn't a member of the Sinister Six, that leaves two slots open. Mysterio and Vulture could kind of fill those slots because you've got um, different villains from each version of Spider-Man. It could make sense to have some villains from Tom's join the foray as well. I think um, that'd be a nice, easy, uh, you know, a nice fun mixture, two villains per Spidey. Another thing I pitched... And I, I did this in Nick's stream again. I'm really sorry you've heard this all before, Nick. But another I'm thing good. I pitched 
was that you know you could see the silhouettes of Vulture and Mysterio emerging, but when they actually reveal themselves, it's John Malkovich and Bruce Campbell. Yeah. So you would I get the originally, this, yeah. yeah, you'd get the originally intended Spider-Man Four Raimiverse versions of Vulture and Mysterio. So like Tom Holland could see Mysterio and be like, oh, not this guy. But then when he unmasks it's Bruce Campbell, Tobey Maguire is like, oh, not this guy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Um, they gotta bring in ps2 style mysterio i believe in um the yes. raimi verse mysterio was just going to wear a comic book accurate costume for four yeah. um as that's in the story based on based on the storyboards yeah he was going to be a little tubby as well they were going to give him a little pot belly which i approve of i feel represented <laughs> it's also just I... like i mean it's uh i always called him ash williams Bruce i Campbell. almost don't don't mind spider-man 4 not being made if i'm honest with you because um i agree i, I, I think mysterio deserved a little bit better and so far the only canonized version of the Raimi version of Mysterio is that crazy alien version. I love that. That's I perfect. love it too. Yeah, I do too. And now I I mean we don't know if um Marvel would have been so bold as to bring in uh Mysterio as they did. I was really impressed honestly. I've I've been really happy with all these movies and what I thought was very unique about them is all of them the occasional goblin here and there have uh focused on different spider-man villains they've not tried to repeat those which i i thought was really impressive so that's where i was thinking like if they're going to do sinister six we're going to do two villains per spidey just to show the the accumulation of everything going forward and kind of a representation both of uh tom holland spider-man's finally coming into his own not through nick fury not through iron man but recognition from the legacy spider-man at the same time, also showing that in some weird way, even though they're not in the same canon, there has they've all built off each other. And this is the culmination of that with the representation through their villains. And I think that would be a nice way of putting that all together. And that's again, this is my brain making all this up here. So that's why I was thinking. Come like, to think of it, the maths is also accurate as well, because um, it would be two villains per Spider-Man, because if Doc Ock is not a member of the Sinister Six, like right. if he's just working with them or whatever, because then you would just have two Raimi villains. You'd have Sandman right. and Green Goblin. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because that was the one thing that would kind of throw the maths out of the window is, oh, but you got three Raimi villains. But it could be... I would love to see Doc Ock and Spider-Man team up against a Sinister Six that's Me comprised too. of that lineup. That would be it's a dream come true. Oh, maybe. It's possible then, isn't it? Like, it's, it's well on the table, potentially. And, um... Oh, who is it that plays... Uh, Michael Keaton recently came out and said that he had been shooting for an MCU Spider-Man movie very recently, or just an MCU movie, very recently. Like, he for also like a could have been talking about Morbius, though. He could have done, but Morbius, I believe, has been finished for quite a long time now. Oh, fair, fair. So, I did, yeah. um... I don't know. I, I was actually gonna try to pitch a, a, a little idea to you. This is still Spider-Man related, but a different upcoming Spider-Man movie. Um, we have not heard very much about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse yet. I'm very excited for it. And uh, one of the things that excites me the most is seeing freaking Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099 on the big screen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my God. I had an idea for what the villain might be. And I was thinking, oh, maybe they'll try to do the the weird spider people eating vampires that the comics did. And I was just like, <laughs> they could, and you might be able to make that work. But alternatively, 
what if he tried to evolve the idea of a pre-existing Spider-Man villain just cranked up to 11? You guys who know, uh, know who uh, Alistair Smythe is, right? Uh, I know who oh, Alistair Smythe is. Oh, yeah. Imagine interdimensional spider slayers. Well, that's not that's not a bad idea. That could be definitely a good weapon. Um, yeah. I also have an alternative idea, if you'd be interested. Uh, I Go don't know if it. you've ever seen Pup Pitches and Into the Spider-Verse sequel, because that's, that's a video in itself. But in my pitch, I suggested, um, I think it was Olivia Octavius, gets the body of Peter B. Parker and becomes superior Spider-Man and effectively infiltrates the team and wants to be the greatest Spider-Man of the multiverse and tries to convince people like Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy that she is just Peter B. Parker and everything. But like internally, she thinks, you know, she has the right to be the prime Spider-Man of the multiverse. And in the end, superior Spider-Man ends up becoming the main villain of the film. Maybe, although I got to be perfectly honest, I would almost I, because I adored Peter B. Parker and the way that he was handled. I feel like that's one of the most comic accurate Spider-Mans we've ever gotten. I agree. It's just I love Peter B. For, for oh, yeah, one of this, like one of the later year ones. Yeah, I oh, yeah. really still, love him. I love you'd him still so have much. Peter B. in the movie, but as that sort of astral form Peter that we had in the superior spider-man comics so he's kind of trying to talk to olivia octavius and stuff in this sort of ghostly form yeah i think i think it was just for me it was like at the end of the first movie i loved the way his story was wrapped up so much i almost don't want to see him again oh um, i kind of agree but at the same time yeah. i feel like you need him i i you know i especially because he bounces off miles so well i do still agree with you there it's a tough it's a tough thing to juggle for a sequel i think for me it's just like um uh, it, it generic as this might sound because it's not that different from what the Kingpin was doing in the first movie. I feel like if you're going the Smythe route, you could have like some kind of universe, especially if you wanted to like mix in the fucking 90s cartoon with this. I mean, if we really want to get wild, um, you could have something where it was like Spider-Man was helping work with Alistair Smythe and and um, or his father or something to try to put together like, uh, you know, this project and Spider-Man's DNA ended up, like, being the catalyst that killed, like, his, uh, Smythe's father or something like that. And then he just, like, goes on this bloodlust rampage to just destroy every Spider-Man across the multiverse. And uh, that's what he's created these Spire Slayers for, is just to, like, destroy all of them. Or to suck up all their DNA or something. I don't know. Maybe they're just Emmy now. Metroid Dread. Haha, <laughs> got him. Could oh, we God. potentially could we <laughs> potentially happened. get a combo of the two ideas? So like yeah. Superior Spider-Man thinks he's gonna be the man to destroy Alistair Smythe, but in actuality he's the one person that's not equipped to do so. Hey, I mean I feel like those two ideas uh are not incompatible with each other. Like uh it, it's, they're probably not doing either of them, but it's like I feel like they could work for a potential story. Right, Sony, contact us, okay? We wanna write Venom 3 and we wanna write across the <laughs> Spider-Verse. There you go. Nailed it, guys. We got it. Also, Zavok <laughs> is the sixth member of the Sinister Six. Good night, everybody. Oh, I, love, I was reading the comments. I love that. Like, who do you think Sonic Sinister Six would be in someone's like, immediately like the Deadly Six? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. There's your Sonic. There's your Sonic in, in your Sonic podcast all about Spider-Man today. This whole got time, it. we've been talking about Spider-Man Lost World exclusive for the Wii U. Yes. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> you will try. 
<laughs> Just take me out first, please. So, I'll take you out to dinner and, and a drink. I notice we have not talked about uh, the invisible punching <laughs> lizard. Oh, uh, we all know that's Andrew Garfield. Yeah, yeah, no, Lizard I've... was just a bit unwell that day, and he just had a moment <laughs> where he needed to just quickly hide a sneeze. Right. Because that wasn't in the American trailer. Which which, which reason was that? This was the Brazilian trailer. Um, ah, uh, Andrew Garfield um... being taken to Brazil. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, no. Um, here's the thing. Even in the American trailer, though, like, me and the boys in our live reaction kind of figured it out because it was like, it's this big charging moment. But Lizard and um, Electro... If they're trying to charge Spider-Man, they're not doing a very good job at it because yeah, their trajectory is way somewhere. off. Yeah. <laughs> Who can and, get past him? They're playing a fucking game of uh, manhunt. And, um, and that's like such a perfect like trio shot too. Speaking of which, I, I think I mentioned it in our group chat, but like that one shot in the trailer of like Spider-Man swinging across the uh, the the Transformers and the, the wires overhead. I feel like I'm misusing that word. The telephone poles? Yeah, those aren't telephone poles. Maybe they are. I don't what fucking know. There's that. like a sunset in the background and everything. And it's just him swinging and he's so small in the screen. And to me, it looks like a hero shot where I think uh, the other two Spider-Man are going to be in there with him and they're on their way to like some... That's going to be like a big moment where we see the three of them swinging together. If that is true and that happens, somebody owes me a Dr. Pepper. It gives a lot of credence to things as well. I just like, you know, like... um, Well, obviously we see that it looks like the final battle is taking place at the Statue of Liberty, which is covered in scaffolds for renovation. For adding if that's even the final two. battle. Now, it was stated in a leak a long time ago that the big end battle, if it is, uh, would be at the Statue of Liberty and that it would have Captain America's shield. Yeah, um, but also, it's worth noting that big Andrew Garfield leak we got of him against the blue screen, that blue mm -hmm. screen was covered in scaffolds. Now, that can just be film set stuff. Is Sometimes there are scaffolds in blue screens. But it, to be fair, it would be much simpler to do it without scaffolds in front of it give the blue screen guy a much easier job anyway but then also <laughs> there's the image that john campier leaked that totally not real image because look <laughs> at toby Maguire's dick um <laughs> that image has them by the waterfront and what's just past the waterfront in new york the statue of liberty in staten island now okay i'm basically saying <laughs> look water but like still i think it's got some credence and i think it's um, as, i think it's as plain as any anyone thinks it is i think is is occam's razor in this situation I, I do think all those leaks are real and i think they're all at the statue of liberty and i think that's the final battle i think that's a scene concept also that people have talked about quite a bit is uh the idea that when mj is dropping in that trailer when she's dropping down the spider-man that saves her could be andrew garfield as a form of it, retribution mm -hmm. That's, what happened I, love I would I, love that. I think I'm, we're all in agreement there. I think yeah. that's great. I think it's almost a guarantee that that's going to happen. And there's yeah, probably going to really be so. there's probably going to be some some line, maybe even a throwaway line, just like I didn't mess it up this time or something. Or like, it could be, you know, they just let Toby do it because he's a uh, you know much better at catching. No, see, no, no. If if <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, if I if I wrote this fingers. movie, if I were the <laughs> <laughs> if, if I were the writer of this movie, it's another neck. Oh, shucks, not again. <laughs> if I were the writer of this movie, you'd have like Andrew Garfield spying me, like I did it this time, and then like a knowing, <laughs> a knowing Spider UK going, you fucking let down, <laughs> you fucking failure. <laughs>
Fucking hell. I, um, I want an Australian Spider-Man that just talks like sassy from the big ledge shows like, you fucking drugo, Andrew. Can we just get, <laughs> can we get Italian Spider-Man in there? Get, get we, all of them. Like, why, had... is there not, why is there not an Aussie Spider-Man as well? Like, his, his theme music could literally be the Raimi theme, but on didgeridoo. Like, it would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and his arch nemesis could be like the green kangaroo or something. No, oh, his, arch ne- his arch nemesis would just be like, they'll, they'll grab in some form of Captain Boomerang. His arch boomerang. nemesis would be the boomerang. Yeah, the yeah. boomerang. The, 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 the Sinister Six is literally a jellyfish, a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> You have the lizard, we have the crocodile. He's just, oh, he's just a crocodile. We got Doc Ock, we got Steve Irwin. <laughs> oh, no. Steve Irwin would no, be... You, no, Steve, Steve, you have Craven the Hunter, Steve. we have Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin is the Uncle Ben of this universe. And oh, literally, no. Steve Irwin's son is Spider-Man. Literally write it as Steve... Is he gonna, Steve is he gonna die to the villain Stingray or some shit? No, Jesus. fuck that. All Don't right, stop it. Right. Enough God. with that. Enough. But Rob Irwin could be Spider-Man. <laughs> Make him Spider-Man. Ay, ay, ay. Well, do we have any more uh, discussions or anything we want to talk about with this trailer specifically, or have we uh, just devolved into pure madness? I Ozzy think Spider-Man we always devolve into pure madness, but that's where we are right now. The final sure battle can take place at Ayers Rock as well. I don't even know what that is. It's this big red rock in the middle of Australia. It's brilliant. Oh, that's okay. I never know what the what it's called. That's very pretty. It is pretty. I want to go right. there. Well, if we're if we're good in spider spooch everything we could out of that one. Um, what do you I say fucking move... love Spider Man. I do too. <laughs> what do you say we move on to the super chats? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, All let's right. bloody do it. All right, pup, you want to start? We just go around the table. Yeah, good day, mate. I think I will. Let's uh, have a look. Uh, where are we God. at? What's the date today? Uh, I need to pick better fucking friends. Yours okay. is Sony. Okay, and we're going to refer to you as Sony in the spirit of Spider-Man. So, um, sends uh, $6.99 Canadian dollars. Deadly 6 over Sinister 6 any day. Change my mind, you won't. You <laughs> fucking druggo. Well, <laughs> at least the Sinister 6 has a stable cast. The deadly six, or the de- the deadly six. At least the deadly six has a you stable. You fucked cast. that up horribly. Didn't I you? did. I did. I made. You're just literally. If if what? our jokes are landing, your jokes next are getting snapped because you're the Andrew Garfield <laughs> of this chat. <laughs> look, oh look. man, mistakes Gilbert. were made. They began with. This my is parents. why you have only two movies, while we have trilogies. <laughs> the world's worst ska band. All right, uh, Boogie, capital O, lowercase W, capital O. Since us two dollars, fucking old man, bro. I foregore it was Friday. <laughs> I love it. And Thanks, also Boogie. How to spell for God? It's Boogie. Oh wow! Well, oh for fuck's I guess, sake! Uh... Really deliberately. <laughs> God, I guess. Uh, I guess I got this one. Uh, thank you, AKA Shoden, for the very insightful uh, information carried on your five dollars. Fucking yogurt mayo. There it was. <laughs> My God. Uh, all right, so <laughs> our Paul Jamal, our, our our pal Jamal Simmons, uh, with five dollars US, Nick X Sally Acorn and Pup X Bruges for life. Have a Nick Milk <laughs> holiday, guys. He's going so far as to calling it a holiday now, as where he knows what he's doing. Who needs? I love this guy. When you can get egg milk, you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> no, Nick Nog. Nick Nog. Nick Nog. <laughs> now that's now that's a Christmas sweater. <laughs> oh my god, I can't I can't wait to actually use my Christmas sweater model. I'm sorry. Oh, by the way, guys, once again, buy the merch. Okay, <laughs> we got that in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, that Jordo sends two US dollars and says Infinite is going to put some dirt in Sonic's eye. Which what like the whole thing? <laughs> the the one it. eye? <laughs> He's just going to put it in the center of me. It's okay. Well, better than Infinite's one fucking eye. The piece of shit. That is a little bit of news we forgot. Uh, I guess Infinite's in the mobile game. Woo, and we get magic silver. Also, I made a reference to Sonic Plus <laughs> Ultimate with a glitching screen. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a very bold advertising campaign after Ultimate. Oh, man. But... Clever bastards. No, not at all. Stupid, stupid bastards. That was a really stupid move. Uh, all right, Bob, you just went. Leslie. Yeah, I did. Okay. So you're on, you're on Lederick, Lederick. Again, with his generosity, with $50, Yuri Lowenthal is the best Spider-Man. I think he was a pretty solid Spider-Man. I he's really certainly up there. I really yeah. like Yuri Lowenthal. I don't think there is a best Spider-Man because I we are all Spider-Man. We all I, have I, our own Spider-Man. But are you I saying there's not a Kevin Conroy of Spider-Man? I don't think so. To be fair, even with Kevin Conroy, I still, I still wouldn't, you know, write. Well, not right. I would still say that Adam West and Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton have definitely defined those roles in very similar ways as well. I think they've done their own. Yeah, I think it's wonderful that we have these many interpretations of this one amazing character, both for Batman yeah. and for Spider-Man. So, and I look forward to Robert Pattinson as well. I do as well. Oh yes. All so, right. The next one we have here is from Otis Small uh, for five dollars. Hey, Nick and Chums, your boys Excuse here. Excuse me, Nick and Chums. What's Nick and this? Ch Nick and Chums, your boys is, here. What have is you this checked now? out Jay's reviews videos on the O3 Turtles? I have and, seen that he's posted them. I've not uh, partaken myself, unfortunately. But... I'm I'm in the middle of rewatching his Batman Beyond review. I haven't seen his newer stuff yet. Nick and Chums, what's this? Uh, really? How's it going, Chum Pup? I gotta I hello chumsuris. I gotta talk with with Jay more. I mean, like disputing, you know, you know, meta, for, what was it called? Meta, meta era, meta era, because he's the one that started like this. You know, despite disputing that particular term, like it, we do still fall in line with a lot of interest. And Ninja Turtles is definitely like my all time favorite franchise ever. <laughs> so I need to I need to chat with him a bit more. <laughs> The chat. <laughs> I'm seeing it too. We'll get there. Yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> it's just his reaction as well. It's just so good. <laughs> I love this guy. So, I hate him. But I love him. Uh, <laughs> uh, that Jordo with ten dollars. <laughs> Go on, read it. Come on. <laughs> Chili dongs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the simplicity of it honestly like <laughs> spent ten dollars to make a dick joke <laughs> of course do you expect anything different i love this fucking show oh this God. is what you expected today this is good i like a man this. who can face you on any battlefield that's right <laughs> also fuck you mike whoever the hell you are Oh, <laughs> so um, Aiden F. I wonder what the F stands for. I'm gonna say That's Francis. 
Oh, okay. We had two different mindsets there. Uh, <laughs> Fuck Francis. Sends um, five US dollars. Says, can't stay, but Sunset City, the worst sex cult for the classic <laughs> and modern age. Happy Friday. <laughs> Thank you, Aiden Francis. Oh, God. And then that Jordo sent us five bucks. Wait, this is a sex cult disguised as a Sonic podcast for the classic <laughs> and modern ages? I thought this was Spanish class. All right, well, Wayne, open your You'll still your get the credit lens, anyway, don't worry about be it. All right. <laughs> you guys are the best. <laughs> uh, and we have... Uh, yeah, I bet you're saying that after what I did last night. Wayne, does it, hold on. That begs the question. Can you, like, fire everything out the back end like a rocket? Read the fucking super chat. <laughs> Wayne, it looks bad. There is a reason why you are my favorite. <laughs> uh, everybody hates Wallace. <laughs> From Mr. SP, thank you for the $10. Sunset City and the Tangents of Madness. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a tangent of multiversal <laughs> proportions. Uh, we got uh, Dr. Banana with two pounds. Two uh, euros. Fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Uh, two I, video I, game I, currencies. I, that, that, was, that was me being stupid. I saw two something that wasn't dollars, And I was just, all right, yeah. Okay, that's my bad. Uh, Dr. Banana with two euros. It's Mike's birthday soon. Can, can he get insulted, please? Yeah, fuck you, Mike. Fuck you, <laughs> Mike. Jesus Christ, Mike. I do, that's why I don't go to Jersey Mike's, because I eat food not associated with the name Mike, because I hate We don't even Mike. talk into Mike's. We hate Mike's that much. Yeah, Mike, you fucking shit. Fuck I don't have... Right? All of these are just little, pla little plastic cups wholly held together by string. That's how we're talking to you right now. I don't <laughs> have a mic. I have a raffone. Raffone. <laughs> <laughs> Also, your your username is Forbid Object Five, but the only object that should be forgiven is you, Mike. You don't have fucking feelings. Oh god! <laughs> but Mike has actually responded. Well, not respond, but like kind of you know followed it up and said, "I'm announcing the founding of the Sunset City Opposition Against Mike Harassment Party. In other words, the S C O A M H P. <laughs> Our main goal." Our main goal is to stop harassment against all mic kind, as well as revoke the no mics allowed rule set by the Sunset City Council on the Sunset City Podcast episode 34. Did oh, no, you... buddy. It's not, so... it's not no mics allowed. It's just you in particular. Hold on. Buddy. Hold on. I need, to I need to point this out because we have a perfect opportunity for this joke. It is. Oh, well, Growlithe is apparently being a, being a butt. We have a perfect opportunity for this joke now. You know, it look, we have a rule against we have a rule against mics, and if you don't believe us, look up Sunset City Rule 34 for episode 34. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. No, we no. don't need we don't we don't need. Thank you, sir. So I'll take the gun away from your head now and you can go free. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk let's call it Sonic Currency Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> Mike says he will start crying. Good. I'm glad. This is what Aww. I wanted anyway. I hope it's your birthday as well. I mean, it's close Aww. to your birthday, but I hope you actually do cry on your birthday. There's oh nothing funnier. God. There's nothing I am funnier so sorry for Pup. than someone Fucking crying Christ. on their birthday. Mike. Nothing. Pup, who hurt you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Who hurt you? 
Did I ever tell you about the kid whose birthday I ruined? <laughs> okay, so it's just this is this oh, is sorry, the villain what? arc. <laughs> this is the villain arc of Channel Pup. Got it. Arc, it was in elementary school. in the singular. No, it was in <laughs> elementary school. I accidentally ruined this guy's birthday. There was kind of this sensitive kid, uh, and he was he was kind of a, a bit quirky. I don't think he you know had anything, but like he was just a quirky dude. Um, and he he used to skip around the playground making fart noises. Um, but like um, <laughs> one day, um, I didn't know it was his birthday, but I saw him in the playground, and he had this little bag, this bread bag. He he wasn't eating out of a lunchbox today, and I was like. <laughs> you're eating out of a whole bag of bread, Herbert Greedy, eh? And he yelled, You ruined my birthday! And then ran away crying. <laughs> God damn it. And I... <laughs> I won't lie, I took a little satisfaction. I was confused initially. I was like, Huh, cool. That is, that is big fucking, She said she was 12! Energy, if you guys have seen that Jesus meme. Jesus Christ. No, I don't think I have. I'll show you it after the after the podcast. Also, what a roast though! Like, oh, you eating a whole bag of bread? I'm a bit greedy. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, a nice God. kid. He, he's a nice kid, honestly. But like, um, yeah, I hope he's doing well now. He's a nice kid. That's why I fucking tortured him. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just got the right results. I didn't mean to. Okay. Just a nice kid made him easier to attack. <laughs> Easy prey. Easy prey. No wonder um, you all like Venom so much. Goddamn. Well, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, that, that that's ineffective. I literally pointed at Nick on the screen and said, "Who am I pointing to?" Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Nick, known sensitive member of the Sunset Cast. Known man that doesn't like Venom. I know, right? <laughs> definitely, definitely not a huge Venom fan. Not this boy right here. Nope, definitely not. He fucking hates Venom. How many openly uh... complains about Spider-Man Three? Has a whole shelf of Spider-Man Three Venom toys. <laughs> Lulu Moppet, you're 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 jamping for a clamping. You're you're gonna get blocked. I'm gonna have to block you. <laughs> With your puppies on Lulu Moppet, we will cancel oh, you. On... Over party. We will cancel you on Twitter.com. More like anyway. Twitter dot. Come, am I right? No, <laughs> you, you had to go wrong. to the obvious one. Incorrect. You either die here or live long enough to see yourself become Channel Pup and his Nick Milk Pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god. God. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, we will get back to Sonic next week. Just you know, every now and then we need a little bit of a of a break, and I think that's healthy for everybody in this this fan base. If I'm honest with you, if Twitter has taught me anything, they get mad about the weirdest little things. Um, but yeah, if you do want to hang out with us a little bit more, we all have our own channels, and if you actually want more Spider-Man stuff, let us know. Who knows? Maybe we can do a spin-off thing or something along those lines. Next month, I'm definitely going to be doing some Spider-Man related, and I might be talking to these gentlemen here about helping me out. Uh, and if you want to follow me, I'm at Game Apologist, and that's on all kinds of social media, and of course my YouTube channel. And if you want to follow more of Surus, he is over as Surus the Skeptic on pretty much everything, or Neko Surus if you're getting more <laughs> video game related. <laughs> what are you giggling at? What, Don't let, on? do not let me run the Sunset City account anymore. Okay, I, I'm not to be trusted. Oh God! Don't yeah. check the chat. I'm. God damn it. Do it is here. I contend this is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, 
Well, Stuart, good Stuart's, to have you here, man. Stuart's um, a class act. He is. Um, we love you, you, Stuart. You, you, you want to follow bitch. way? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Good Lord. All right. So, yeah, if you want to follow Wayne, he's at Wayne is boss on just about everything. Wayne, what are you working on? And Sirs, we'll get back to you. I just realized I did not ask you that. <laughs> uh, well, uh, actually, sir, if you want to take the, the reins on that real quick. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I, I will allow you to speak. That nah, is a good <laughs> Okay. I am. So on. I. Y'all, I'm, I'm not going to talk about the specifics, but y'all know what happened recently in American uh, judicial system stuff. That's a thing I'm going to have to research and talk about. Uh, we're not I'm not getting into specifics. This is not the place for it. But on shit that I can talk about on here, uh, I am currently working on a playthrough of Resident Evil 3 and 4 that were supposed to be done by Halloween so I could have all four of those reviews Whoa. out. What? It, it sounded like you just got like, infected by the T yeah, virus. I noticed yeah, that. Oh I noticed that. Oof. Um, is it better this now? Why you're not allowed to speak, sirs? Is it better now? Yeah, better now. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna have a review of Resident Evil Three, the original, and Resident Evil Four, uh, being worked on as soon as those playthroughs are done over on my stream. I'm also going to be doing one for Metroid Dread. I don't know if I want to get a third playthrough under my belt before I do that. I might. You do. Who knows? I just got my second playthrough done while I was on vacation, actually. Um, good boy. It's a, it's a oh good God. fucking game. I'm sorry. It's so good. Uh, but so Resident Evil, Metroid Dread, and the new Pokemon games are coming out. I'm doing stuff about those as well. I have to. I, I just have to. Um, but yeah, that's all the stuff that's going to be happening over on NecoServes, which is the one I can't talk about over here. That reminds me, I am uh, going to be posting our spoiler cast for the Metroid uh, Dread stuff here sooner rather than later. I think was all the uh, that first. was all the footage usable. I will find out today. Uh, okay. I've I've uh, had a very low low energy week. I've been in bed, if not streaming. Basically, I've been very very sick. You've so, had very so bad sinuses. Oh goodness, yes. All right, Wayne. Oh, uh, so I actually did upload a video earlier today. If you guys have been at all curious about uh, the indie title, Kena Bridge of Spirits, I think it's a wonderful adventure title. It deserves to be talked about a lot more. Uh, I think right now it's uh, seventh best-selling PS5 game uh, physically. It just went up on physical release today. It's available through the Epic Games Store, PS4, and PS5. If you want to know anything, if you want to just hear like me talk about why the game is good and why it's worth your time, definitely check out my side quest review on that title. Other than that, I'm working on a review of the 2003 Hulk video game, the, the tie-in to the Ang Lee film. Uh, which I'm glad I sat on for a little bit because there's actually more to appreciate about that game than I was giving it credit for while I was playing it. And uh, it's been swirling around my head. So I'm I'm looking forward to working on that script today nice. and uh, just kind of talking about it a bit. And there you go. And of course, you can follow Channel Pup at Channel Pup. And what have you been working on? Oh, I'm working now. Am I? Um, I'm gone. No, I haven't actually been working on anything lately. <laughs> I've been, I mean, I've been putting together my new gaming PC for the gaming. Um, and uh, I have power now. And part of that power <laughs> is the power to stream without it turning into a slideshow. So I hope to be streaming a, a, a little, a little lesser known Sonic game. One, one that a lot of people 
I think it's kind of a hidden gem. Uh, I, I plan to be streaming Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric over on my channel at some point, and I'm hoping to get you boys on a couple of episodes if I can. Um, but yeah, um, that's me. That's me. <laughs> well, there you go. That's that is pretty dope. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back to Sonic next week. But yeah, if you enjoyed any of the spider talk, again, give us any kind of feedback, because uh, I think we are all itching to do something else outside of Sunset City. That might be fun for all of us. But until next time, um, two toots, web warriors. I don't know. God, Mike's a fucking dick, isn't he? Jesus Christ. I can't wait to drag you all back into Monster Hunter. Uh... Monster Cox! <laughs>